0: this thing is falling apart on the head coach and there's, there's some rot going on right now. So it's a, it's a hard one to pin most likely, but I, I feel like, um, you know, it's out there that, that they, they might end up moving on. Like there's, I don't know. I don't want to know if I want to say that's the most likely, but I, I do feel that it's in play. The voice of Tim McManus, ESPN, on the Philly Special Podcast. Joe Capatia there. Those who, of course, used to be at Birds 24-7. That struck me as I heard that, Hugh. The idea that it's out there. It just got real. So I, I, Look, there's been a lot of stuff out there this week. right? We played Mike Florio, Diana Rossini. Playoff teams. Might move on from their coach. There's a lot of just – I think we are thinking, wondering this, about Sirianni. But that's the – I think that's the biggest – you know, someone who covers the team saying that's out there that they might move on if this thing goes sideways on Monday night two one five five nine two nine four nine four. All right, we had that uh, enter the, the the fray last evening. We also had this Hugh uh, Jeff McLean. We know his podcast, Uncovering the Birds. Yeah, that's a w- great podcast. Does it with Odyssey, and um, I want to read you a couple of quotes from the, uh, his latest episode about Sirianni. Now he didn't have anything about there about him getting fire, anything like that, but just about that. I found this interesting. Quote. Uh, from Jeff McClain in his podcast that he's been hearing, quote, this is what I've been hearing the last few weeks as the Eagles slide got worse. Lurie is taking a more active interest in football operations. Quote, Lurie is an involved owner, but he's typically more of the asking questions type than the meddling kind. But when he sees fit, he'll assert his authority. And finally, quote, I know how Lurie gets and what he starts to do when things get bad. What I could tell you is that in recent weeks, Lurie has started seeking more answers as and is getting more involved. Hugh, what do you make of Jeff Lurie more involved? Oh, that's
1: not a good thing. Okay, that that is not a good thing. I I, I know Mr. Lurie. You know when I when I played and and when you see him around, you know th- what I remember is when I really saw him around, is when they was about to fire Ray. Ray Rhodes, and that that's years ago, and I remember. I used to say to Ray because I, I loved Ray Bob. I only played with him one year. And he was the reason why I was in Philadelphia. And I just remember vividly after every practice, there being conversations with Mr. Lurie and Ray Bob talking. And, you know, like as, as on a distance, it's almost I equate it to like bad memory for most people. But when your parents are about to get a divorce and when you see them talking off in the distance and you already know whatever the conversation is, it ain't good. But they're cordial. They're real cordial. But, you know, the conversation ain't good. I don't know if he's doing that. With with Coach Sirianni, but the fact that you have him down there surveying everything—that's not a good look. Not a good look
0: at all. Well, it's it certainly it's eye ra- eyebrow raising. Like, hmm, he's he's more involved because he obviously doesn't like what he's seeing right now, which is understandable. I don't think any of us have the last five or six weeks. Two one five five nine two nine four nine four. So all that's out there. Your phone call is coming up in a second here. Jalen hurts Sirianni. Who you putting this game on? But we got to throw a couple more things in that just add the layers into this thing. So, number one, John Clark reporting that Jalen Hurts barely threw it all yesterday at practice, and the Eagles, and this is the, the, the big line here, hope he's going to be able to throw before they leave for Tampa. So, we're going to have a lot of uncertainty with Jalen's finger until this game kicks off Monday. And also, A.J. Brown, they hope he can practice before they head to Tampa. So, there's the latest on the injuries. Of course, the coach put them out there last week in, in a game that I didn't think they should, but that's, that's over now. One more. Hugh, uh, if you're looking for AJ Brown on social media today, keep looking because it looks like he's he scrubbed his accounts. We're uh, we're taking down the X or Twitter or whatever. Uh, is it, so is, is are the accounts gone, Kyle, or did he take the, like the Eagles off there?
2: So I think he like re- took his deactivated, and I think it's reactivated now. And he's any Eagles related post is gone. Oh great! And any Eagles like mentioned in his bio is gone.
1: So. That's usually like that means that like. That's the equivalent of being blocked, right? <laughs> I don't know. No, I mean like, I S- was Joe. <laughs> I mean, he's
2: a- <laughs> I, mean, well, but I mean, I haven't blocked but by no. Brown.
0: Slay block me, guys.
1: But no, I'm saying because I got unfollowed. So By that Slay. Means by Slay. So when you get unfollowed and blocked, that means I, we don't fool with you no more at all. Like he really like he but don't what does fool it mean with me. If you you really, your really bio. don't fool with you.
0: Like what it, like if you, you like set it, like you you have in your bio you're part of the midday show at WIP, it'd be weird if you took that down, right? Yeah, I would not take that down. Well, I know
1: you wouldn't. I'm
0: just like, I'm trying uh, to understand what he's doing
1: here. Yeah, it's, it means I'm done with you. That's just like, Is that how kids are these days? Is that what well, it means? Well, you know, I, I just can't put that on kids because when I get mad at people, <laughs> I, I block them and, well, you, and delete Well, I mean, you numbers. can block people if you want. Listen, but I, I, am, I know I'm petty, and I'm okay with admitting that on a day-to-day basis. I block people, delete numbers, and do all that kind of stuff that the other people do. So, yes, to answer your question, yes, that's what that
0: means. I have another theory on AJ's social media. Probably not and... the right one. But well, it's a theory. I don't think he's gonna play Monday.
1: Well, not not if he doing all of that. Well, I'm just I'm up. wondering
0: if he can't he's he found out he's got the knees worse than you think. He knows he's not gonna be able to make it and he doesn't want to hear it from people, or just wants just he wants to just shut down.
2: Can I add to that theory? Go ahead. Or make it even worse? <laughs> it could
0: always get worse. Well, like
2: we heard Howard saying AJ's fifty fifty forty. uh, you know, they if if he's hurt, like they don't want to play him. Is the team telling him like you can't play and he wants to? And he's mad at them.
0: That's an interesting theory. I, I, I don't know. I mean, like, I, I did say earlier that they have to be careful about this. I, I want to win this game Monday, but he's a $100 million 26-year-old wide receiver. I'm not putting him out there on a sprained knee to hurt it worse. I, I watched Robert Griffin's career die on the field. And he, was, he, he looked like he was going to be a star, and then Mike Shanahan throws him out there on one leg, and he, he's never the same. Now, those other issues with him, but I don't know. I don't know what's going on. But just let's add the layers in here as we get amped up for a playoff game on Monday. You ready, Hugh?
1: I'm as ready as I can be, Joe.
0: What we got?
1: We're blowing the cover off of this.
0: Thing. What we got? I'm listening. Well, I don't know what we have. That's the that's the problem. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if we have a receiver playing. I don't know if we have a quarterback that could throw the football. Here's what I do know. When that quarterback takes the field on Monday, he, he better play a good game because they need it. Two one five, five nine two, ninety-four nine. Let's go back to the phone lines here. Jalen or Nick, who are you putting this on? And your reaction to all that from Tim McManus saying it's in play that Sirianni could be gone. Obviously, to the A.J. stuff here, uh, deactivating or what do they call it? S- scrubbing it. What do you do to social Scrub media? Yeah, yeah. I can't go to his page anymore. And I wasn't blocked. That's all I know. Ken, what's up, Ken the Sinemis? So what's up, man?
3: Good morning, gentlemen. How are you today? What's up, man? Ken,
0: we're trying to figure this thing out as we have the whole week. What are you thinking?
3: Well, first of all, i got to wonder if David is old enough to remember when uh, Donovan McNabb played here because – Jalen Hurts has has lived in a veritable safe space in this city since since he became the starting quarterback. Compared to Donovan McNabb, I mean, had yeah, 30 idiots go up there and boo the guy on draft day, the biggest day of his life. Uh, so you know the defense the defense of of Jalen Hurts here is is intact. But, totally. Uh, and it's, before
0: it's, you make your point, Ken, on that. I think the first year too, like as he was trying to establish himself, there was a lot of people that weren't sure and didn't love him. But since he became – like since the beginning of last year, it's, it's almost been zero criticism for Hertz.
3: Right, and it's, it's clearly on Nick Sirianni because Nick has to make sure that he doesn't go out there and throw two interceptions Monday night. He has to make sure he doesn't go out and fumble the football again. Nick has to make sure he doesn't stand back there and hold the football for 10 seconds, staring down A.J. Brown while his offensive line has to block and not go downfield because he's going to decide to throw the football. I mean, that's all stuff that Nick Sirianni has to do Monday night. And while we're at it, Brian Johnson also has to stop calling up those interceptions and fumbles because that's the problem, is that Brian Johnson has continued to call up interceptions and fumbles. So you're right. It's all on the coaching staff. None of it has to do with the quarterback.
0: You know what they got to do, Ken? They got to take that whole page out of the playbook called interceptions and fumbles. Just don't bring that page to Tampa. We can't have that on Monday.
3: I mean – they they really are dumb because they just continue to call up these turnovers and and, and you know I, I, only the Carolina Panthers would would be looking at an offensive coordinator as their head coach who has all these turnovers in his playbook like it you know it makes perfect sense to me it, it, it's it's unbelievable so yeah it's 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 all on the coaching staff none of it is on the quarterback.
0: At all. Hugh, do you sense the sarcasm dripping through the phone here? No, I'm letting him have it. Okay. I mean, I mean,
1: he's making a, he's making a point that he feels is valid. So I'm, you know, just well, like I when Kyle he... gets angry, yeah. I let I let well, Kyle I think Ken does morning. have a valid point. The coaches are throwing the picks. I didn't say I didn't say anything. You know, I know about, you didn't. I mean, that. I didn't say anything about Jalen was was completely innocent in all of this. But if your if your offensive coordinator is not putting you in a position to be successful, or calling plays that are married to one another that help you get down and matriculate the ball down the field. I don't. I don't see where you could just say it's only on one person. But, but Ken, I'm gonna let you have that because you obviously feel some kind of way about Jalen. So I can't argue with you on that. And, and I'm not about to try to change a grown man's mind about the way he feels about an individual.
3: I, I, I actually love Jalen Hurts. I, I, I really do. There's, there's so much. There's so much about him to love, and there's so little about him to dislike. But you know, I believe what my eyes see. So I Okay. Believe so, wait, minute, Ken, with I that being said, all what, of what,
1: I what, what, what is the what is the what what has changed with Jalen Hurts in one season that that made him the guy that you feel is the one that's turning the ball over the way that he's turning it over? He,
3: because he turns the ball over. I the mean, the offensive it, coordinator look,
1: I, and the, the, the no, creativity no, of this this no, offense.
3: Well, you know what's you know what's interesting, Hugh, is the the Eagles are in in every meaningful offensive statistic. The Eagles are in the top third of the NFL in every meaningful offensive statistic. Points per game third-down efficiency, fourth-down efficiency, yards per game, red zone efficiency. In all of those metrics, they are in the top third of the NFL. And the one glaring difference between this year and last year is that the turnover differential is negative in a big way because they have a quarterback that is a turnover machine this year, and they have a defense that doesn't create And
1: numbers. with every – every, you, you know who you sound like, Ken? Nick Sirianni. And and that is the reason why – if. For all the things that you've just said, we're sitting here having a conversation about firing our coach Monday. So what do those numbers mean to me? Not a damn thing because they obviously don't mean nothing to the owner because he's obviously down there thinking about firing the head coach. You get numbers to say whatever you want them to say. But the bottom line is this. We were considered the best team in the NFC in the NFC period a year ago. Now we are limping into the playoffs. We are 1-5 in in the last six weeks. And those numbers were thrown out there when the coach started to feel his seat get a little hot. Because t- to be totally honest with you, the only time that I heard those numbers being spewed is when he spewed them the other day.
3: I don't know. I've been, I've, those are numbers that I've been seeing all year. Fact, okay. Well, I'm, I'm not, 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 I'm not, not, I'm not you, you. I'm mean not denying by, what you, mean what by you said. I'm,
1: I'm, I'm saying the only numbers that, yeah, by the coach. Yeah, That's I the only time you. I've heard them when he spewed them yesterday.
0: Ken, give us a guess. Hughes Clues, uh, $50 gift card to Wendy's, A-list actor. Who you got?
3: I don't know who qualifies as A-list and who's mine, so um, I'll just say Bradley Cooper. Well, he a, he's an A-list actor. Yeah, that's A-list not actor. it today, but that's you know what's
1: funny, You know what's funny, Ken? That's what Joe—Joe Joe was more curious about who was going to be considered an A-list actor than the actual guests.
0: Me, yeah, I am. I just, I, I, I'm curious. Like, who qualifies these days as A-list? Uh, Bradley Cooper is an A-list actor. He certainly has become that. So, as far as the— this is the chicken or the egg debate we've been having all year. It is. Hertz has turned the ball over too much. Those are facts. Yes. But you could also make a case that maybe it's been coached into him to always look for the big play. You yes. could also make the case that the offense itself is disjointed and it's causing mistakes. I mean, it, it goes both ways. But ultimately, they go on his record, right? Yes. You look at his stats, it says 15 interceptions. That's, he's got to deal with that.
1: And, 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 Ken, that was a great call, and, and I'm not saying that you're wrong. But I guess I'm more grounded in the sense that when I look at defenses and offenses and NFL players as a whole, I think the better ones are the ones that realize that what made you great the previous year is not going to be the same thing that's going to make you great the next year. And the reason that is is because teams are going to watch film on you and they're going to figure you out. And, and I wholeheartedly believe that. I, I feel like when I talk about my evolution as a player, the one thing that I, that I look at is from year to year, I tried to be a different kind of pass rusher. One year, you know, I wanted to be more of a speed guy. The next year, it was more of a, more of a physical player. And towards the end of my career, that's kind of what I was known as, more of a physical type pass rusher. So, I, I mean, that's kind of where I'm grounded at. You, I'm not saying you're wrong in, in what you're feeling about Jalen because he has turned the ball over a lot. But there was a lot of good things that I saw in Jalen at the beginning of the season as well. And that might have been... Coach Johnson's doing. No question about that, but as the season progresses and teams start to figure out, you have to be able to evolve, and that's the one thing that I haven't seen. And, and, and to that point, even though they were scoring a lot of points, you hear when we talk to the offensive linemen, a lot of times, they would talk about how certain teams would be zone teams or whatever. They would, they would run their defense. Well, when you, going into a game, they would practice for a team that they thought they were familiar with the scheme that they were running schematically. And as the season progressed, teams started to do the same thing against them. They started to do something that they totally didn't do the whole year. And that says to me that your offense, I, I don't like to use the word predictable, but they feel like there are some things that can be had that can ha- give them success. And when you look at the teams that the Eagles have had issues with and couldn't beat, to me, it was the teams that had great linebacker play, like that middle linebacker play, the guys that when, – when Seth explained it last night, he was talking about the hybrid player, the guy that could play up on the line, could play the run, but could also be a factor in the cover game. And that's where the Eagles got in trouble. As a, as a coach, I feel that if that's the case, you have to start building in stuff that beats that linebacker coverage and, and puts your quarterback in position – not to always drop back and try to throw the ball deep. And and
0: I, I don't feel like they've evolved in that sense. I, well, I agree with that. There's a stubbornness to this whole thing, that they haven't realized that they got to shift. Otherwise, this thing – well, I mean, maybe they realize it now after what's happened last month. I hope they realize it now. Johnny in Voorhees. What's up, Johnny? Johnny! Hey, what's up,
4: fellas? How you guys doing?
0: Hey, Johnny. What are you thinking today, man? I think unless you're going to put Jalen Hurts on the
4: defensive line or as a cornerback, it's clearly on the coaches. It's clearly on the coaches because – as we see, I think with the exception of Kansas City back in Mahomes' first year, and they've really changed, they got a really good defense. Defense is going to win championships. And I think we all put in too much pressure. Our offense stinks, stinks altogether. But even if our offense starts clicking, I got zero faith in the defense being able to stop. Uh, Baker and, and and Tampa Bay, and they only put up. I don't even think they scored a the touchdown last week. They didn't. They, so you know they it's...
0: won nine nothing. And so, Johnny, I hear you on that. But but the frustrating part is they built this team with the offense in mind, right? They let six starters from the defense go in the Super Bowl. They paid the quarterback. They have a receiver making a lot of money. They've obviously the offense line's got a lot of money and draft picks in it. Like the offense, they built it for the offense to carry them. It's just it, unfortunately, well, it's, it's, it's gone it's... so far where the defense isn't even decent. Yeah,
4: I, I hear you, And it's too predictable. It's too predictable. I'm sitting there watching the games and me and all my buddies were telling them run the ball on second down and but we say he's not gonna run the ball, they're gonna throw the ball. And we put Jalen into situations where he throws interceptions, where he has a chance to, you know, if no one's open and he's holding the ball too long, he fumbles it in the in the in the pocket. I mean, um, you know, it's just that 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 fumble against the Giants at home on special teams, that wasn't Jalen's fault. So, you know, obviously that, that was the worst fumble I've ever seen. I've never seen a Pee Wee League football. And I watch a lot of Pee Wee League football with my kids. Yeah, that was Keystone uh, some, Cops kind of thing. Like yeah, that, that, that was yeah, that I mean, was ridiculous. I mean, come on. But I think it's clearly on the coaches. And, and here's my thing. Here's my thing why Nick Sirianni, unless there's a deep run and the change around has to go, is because I say this all the time to everybody, whether you're making a change in the corporate world, wherever you're making a change. Who are you gonna hire that's better, who who are you gonna hire that's better. And in this group this group of coaches that are out there, whether it be Belichick, whether it be Rabel, whether it be Harbaugh, I don't think we have a shot at Harbaugh, but whoever, there I don't I don't know when you're ever gonna get a better group of coaches um that are available at the same time. If none of them would be available and we're gonna go test it on a young, inexperienced coach, well then I could understand why you wanna keep Sirianni and, you know, might not be there, but you got a good group of coaches that are available, and more than the X's and the O's and all that stuff, I think he's lost the locker room. Just A.J. Brown doing that, getting rid of his Twitter stuff, that's a reflection on the culture that's going on it down there. Like it feels like it, and,
0: Johnny, I, I agree with you. It's, a, it's about opportunity. It's not just about time. It, you know, it's about timing and opportunity. If you have a chance to upgrade a coach, especially with this crop, I mean, it might be the greatest coaching free agent class of all time. I, I think you certainly have to consider it. Johnny, give us a guess here. Hughes Clues, A-list actor.
4: I mean, I'm I'm going with it because it's Philly. He, and no one more Philly than him, Will Smith.
0: Now, that's certainly A list. He's definitely A list. Johnny, that's right. not the answer today. But not that's a, not that's a A-list. bad guess, though. This is kind of fun.
4: I, see, I told you the guess is
0: yeah, be fun yeah, on this. Yeah, it's kind of fun. All right, let's get to uh, Christopher, who's up next on WIP. What's up, Christopher?
5: Hey, what's up, Joe? What's up, uh, Hugh? What's, what's up, on, Chris? Man? What are you thinking, man? Hey, uh, so what was that guy's name? Ken?
0: Ken, yes. A few minutes ago, yeah. Ken.
5: I mean, I. I can agree with them anymore. You know, it's more on, it's more on the quarterback play than it is the coaches. Um, and I just think it's kind of funny how everybody keeps comparing hurts to Patrick Mahomes. Like there's no comparison. It's like Patrick Mahomes is on a, a tier of his own. Um, you know, you take a lot of these weapons out um, from the Eagles, you know, is he going to do what Patrick Mahomes does? I mean, he only has Travis Kelsey and maybe Isaiah Pacheco, everything. Like he's, he's in the playoffs and he's, the third seed, like that, that comparison.
0: I I agree. Chris, I agree. Mahomes has established himself for years and years now as the best. And even though his numbers dip this year, he's, he's the best quarterback.
5: Right. I mean, Nick Sirianni, he's the one that brought in Shane Steichen. He's the one that brought in Jonathan Gannon. I mean, you elevated an offensive coordinator. I mean, he, he's only been in the league since, you know, he's been the QV coach for Jalen Hurts. I mean, he hasn't been in the league very long. So a lot of it probably has to do with the inexperience of the OC calling the plays plus the play of, of the quarterback. I mean, if, if, if if the quarterback is compromised right now or hurt, why, why, I mean, if you looked at the national championship game, Michael Penix, you know, was hurt, like maybe more than half the, the second half. Why would you continue to play with the injured player? I mean, you're just, this is a team sport. This is not an individual sport. So, I mean, why don't you just probably put in Marcus Mariota?
0: We have a, is that is this officially our first Mariota call? Eleven twenty on Friday. Sound, sound like it is. I man. think it is, Christopher. I, we appreciate it. What I ain't, do you think? I ain't, you?
1: I, ain't, I, ain't, I, ain't, I ain't trying to see that. Man. You not ready? I ain't, I ain't, I'm not ready, but I mean, I understand the 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 weight of this game, and if he can't go, if he can't throw, I mean, we're we're trying to win. If 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 no, nah, no, nah, I can't do it. All right, I lem- I it. Mean, I let me. I'll set it. up. A, I got nah, the. I got nah, the scenario nah, painted in
0: my head nah, right nah. now. I'm. I'm just gonna ask everybody. Let's say the game plays out very similarly to the Seattle game, just the way it looks, the score, and we're Jalen that night played. He played sick after the first drive. He played very poorly. If the same kind of game is happening and he he's playing, he's trying, he's injured, he's throwing, but it's inaccurate. Would you put Mariota in?
1: I ain't got no choice.
0: Yeah. So, yes, yeah. I
1: would. I ain't got no choice.
0: Well, like,
2: what we just, what we're talking about is why this game is on Jalen Hurts. Like, if you just want a body out there that's going to just, you know, just, like, give it to whatever, your weapons, the just dump it off. Just be a guy out there. Like, you're just a guy.
0: Well, also, his legs right now are more of an asset than Jalen.
2: Exactly. So, like, why then you put the healthy quarterback out there. Like, I, I, this is why Jalen has to go win the game. If you are the guy that's going to be the reason that you win and not just another guy out there, we have a guy that can be that. We have Marcus Mariota. <sighs> I can't believe this is where we at. Well, the
0: quarterback can't throw right now. I mean,
2: that's he
1: can't. can't, He's not. He can't throw. But I I just can't believe. You know, it's it's, my worst worst nightmare. I got to tell you,
0: you paint quite the picture of our dual threat quarterback. He can't throw right now. Can't really run either. (laughs) How many threats do we have left? I I can't. I cannot. He was going to be in his feelings Monday if Mariota's warming up. I
2: woke up in bizarro world this morning, man. He can run, too, by the way. Like, I, He might not be able to cut and juke people out of his shoes like he did in 2021, well, he can't run. but he can run in a he straight freaking line.
0: He he well but, Okay, run, okay run. I agree with you, Kyle. Fake but a handoff no, and run. Most runs aren't like that in <laughs> no. the NFL. The, the defense yeah. gets in the way. Ka- you got to move.
2: Ka- not an Ka- no, no, RPO. You can fake a handoff and get the defense going one way and then take off. Hit I the knew, hole.
0: I knew today was going to be one of
1: those days, so we were in the meet get ready for this. Cow was on 10. Oh, yeah. And I just – His NFL picks got, this it, weekend. Oh, my gosh. Jalen, and I he, just had this He's to, fired I, up. Dude, it's only getting there. worse with
0: these callers back here. <laughs> 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 All right. 215-592-9495. We'll get to your phone calls. Everyone's phone call after the break here. Of course, another clue for Hugh's Clues. $50 gift card today to Wendy's to give away. We'll get you another clue. And we're also going to do some speculation, a little reckless speculation here on the Midday Show. There's been a line of questioning – that's making us think something might be going on. Head coach, quarterback. Yeah, this kind of really pointed questions last couple of weeks. We'll, we'll hit some of those, let you hear what they had to say. 215-592-9494. It is how you hop aboard Midday Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP.
1: Get ready, it's time to fuel Philly. The 2024 Auto Show parks at the PA Convention Center January 30th, 13th through the 21st. They're fueling innovation on their interactive e-track sponsored by Pico. At the market, more your style, which is kind of my style. Fuel your creativity at their largest ever custom alley. They, the premier indoor custom show on the East Coast. And fuel nostalgia at Back in the Day Way. Tickets on sale now at phillyautoshow.com. Find what fuels you. Proudly sponsored by NJM Insurance Group.